0: Welcome to another episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keeley Heron. I'm Pat Wright. And on today's episode of Opera for Everyone, we are listening to... Samson and Delilah. By Camille Saint-Saëns. Yes, the
1: prolific French composer. Saint-Saëns wrote actually 14 operas. Did but he really? He did, but I must say, Samson and Delilah is the only one which remains in the operatic repertoire
0: really yeah because I've never heard of him well
1: he's a well known composer he has lots of works out there Uh, if you listen to classical music stations Mm -hmm. he has many many works out there but in terms of opera
0: just not as big of a name
1: yeah you will know him for Samson and Delilah okay and I have to tell you we are in for a treat it is a magnificent opera
0: I'm excited.
1: Very powerful. I
0: just listening to that open opening bit there, the bass, yeah. the stand-up bass was so powerful. Makes you want
1: run for your subwoofer, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was exactly
0: what I was thinking, Pat. I know, I know. That was deep and rattling. So, yes. would you like to set the stage or is there any historical backstory or any interesting fun facts? There or?
1: is so much historical backstory.
0: You have a Bible, with you because
1: I, I always bring a Bible no I, I don't always bring a Bible no to this is the everyone. first time you've ever had a Bible because it's a biblical story it's right Samson and Delilah so it's from the book of Judges which is the seventh book in the Hebrew Bible okay so it's a very old story
0: right and when we say Hebrew Bible that a lot of people know that as the Old Testament that's right right okay that's right because not everybody has access to a biblical scholar I have the good fortune to know several people who are... We should give a shout out on today's episode of Opera for Everyone to Grant, our biblical scholar in uh, residence. Yes, he is
1: our biblical scholar in residence, who also has access to other biblical scholars. Yes. And he was very helpful to me, in fact, with some Hebrew translations because, of course, I'm reading it in English. Right. Yeah. So thanks, Grant. Thanks, Grant. (laughs) And
0: And Jocelyn.
1: And Jocelyn and friends. And one thing to point out, since we're mentioning that it's based on a biblical story here, is that the first conception of this story that Saint-Saëns had was as an oratorio.
0: So no singing?
1: No. No. Huh. Perhaps I should explain what an or No, no, I mean no to you, not oh. no to no singing. No, I'm incorrect. <laughs> no, that is not what an oratorio Tell is. Tell
0: me, Pat, what is an oratorio? Probably the most familiar
1: oratorio to you and to most folks these days is Handel's Messiah. Oh. Plenty of singing in that, right? Right.
0: That's... Dun, 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 dun. No, that's something else.
1: At The Hallelujah Chorus would probably be the most right. famous piece yes, yes, yes. of Handel's Messiah. Right. But it's a it's a full on oratorio. And what an oratorio is, is it tells a story, usually on a sacred or biblical theme. Mm-hmm. So it's a full, full on story or a concert piece. But it's not staged as a dramatic presentation, right? doesn't have the costumes it doesn't have characters interacting with each other so they
0: just stand and sing
1: they stand and sing there'll be a heavy reliance on choral presentation of the works yeah however there will be soloists Uh huh. but it doesn't have props and scenery and costumes usually right it just has the presentation of the of the drama through the song through the song through right. the words and through the instrumentation
0: right and so I suppose just thinking about this you know because the Messiah is something that's performed regularly during the holiday season at a lot of churches around the country right and perhaps around the world and that's easier for uh, a choir and a church to stage obviously than an opera you could stage it at a church and it's right. And be, well and forward. because
1: it doesn't have all of those other elements, it's also seen as I don't know, more respectful or more appropriate in a mm. church setting. There's no
0: camels or elephants or horses. Although
1: or... camels are always fun if you're doing, a, you True. know, a good <laughs> a good nativity Major scene. scene.
0: But 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 I digress.
1: Yeah, I mean, anyway, I just wanted to mention it was originally conceived of as an oratorium. oratorio. And so I, I wasn't able to find out what the librettist's wife's relationship exactly was to Saint-Saëns, but Saint-Saëns had written that the young husband of a relative of his, mm. of a young relative as his, had uh, was quite good at writing and versification. Mm. And he worked with Scancenzo to come up with this libretto and they worked together and decided, you know, this is really needs to be more of an than an oratorio. Mm-hmm. It needs to become an opera. And so they worked together. But if you look or as we discover the opera as we go along today, you will see it feels a bit more like an oratorio in the first it's three acts. In the yeah. first act and in the third act, but that second act in the middle is Utterly opera, really. Oh, as the characters interact with each other. But listen, as you can hear a little yeah, bit underneath, right? And as we go along, kind of. the choral power is great. So let's listen a little. Let's bring it up right now, okay? Because this is the the chorus of the people of Israel crying out in their subjugation under the the Philistines, and they're saying, "God, God of Israel, listen to the prayers of your people." So they're praying to God, and they're also hoping that God is sending Samson to help them out.
0: All right. You're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL, and this is Samson and Delilah by Camille saint
1: So those are the laments of the Israelites as they are in the town square in Gaza. And behind them, you see the great temple to the, the Philistine god, Dagon. And momentarily, we will have the entrance of Samson, the man they hope. Their hero. It, yes, this great strong man who has done mighty, mighty deeds. And we're going to talk a little bit about the bits of the Samson story, which are in the Bible, Mm -hmm. which are known to the audience when they come to see this, but are not depicted in this opera.
0: Mm, Right. So because it's a biblical story, we assume that there's some knowledge of the story prior to, yeah. I mean, that fabulous story where he grabs the
1: jawbone of the donkey and he slays a thousand men with it. So Samson's going to arrive, and he's going to tell them, you guys, I got you, but you got to listen, and you've got to be faithful to God. Let's meet Samson. (laughs)
2: Ha <laughs>
0: to the opera Samson and Delilah by Camille Saint-Saëns on Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. And we've just heard Samson coming in to save the Israelites.
1: Well, talk sense to them anyway. Okay. And by talking sense he hopes to save them. Okay. He's
0: going to he's going to have some hard lessons for them. Absolutely. It's going to be a high bar. Well, he's They're going to have some feats of strength, maybe some thumb wrestling,
1: some leg wrestling. He's not showing off. He's reminding them of their obligations to God. He says, well, perhaps the hour of our forgiveness has arrived. Mm -hmm. Perhaps we can get out from underneath our oppressors. But you have to remember your obligations to God. It's interesting because we'll, we'll talk a little bit more shortly about the contrasts as I see them anyway, between Samson as he's portrayed in the opera and Samson as he's described in Judges,
0: right in in, the in the
1: Bible. But here in this opera, in this piece that we just listened to, he's saying, it is the voice of the Lord who speaks through me, the God of goodness. He heeds our prayers. He promises us freedom. Brothers, we can break our chains and build an altar to the God of Israel. And the, originally, or initially, I should say, the chorus of the Israelites is not having any of what Samson's saying. They, they want him to help, but they're very resistant. They say, he, he utters empty words. We don't have weapons. We can't arm ourselves. We have nothing but tears. And Samson says, have you forgotten that our God is all-powerful? And so he's giving them a real pep talk, mm-hmm. but they don't they're not buying into it Mm
3: -hmm.
1: he says we're oppressed they they say to him we are oppressed we are powerless how can we stand up to the Philistines who are so much stronger than we are they say our glory days are past God no longer protects his children we think we're the chosen people but look at us we don't feel that special and Samson says silence you unfortunate people doubting the word of God that's blasphemy trust in his mighty hand to restore our
0: glory so he's so he's really saying like have faith that's the only way you're gonna figure this out You can't
1: just you can't give up yeah right if you if you if you don't heed the covenant that Mm -hmm. God has made with you if you don't keep your end of the bargain you're screwed yeah you can't expect God to protect you right ultimately the Israelites will respond to him and they will buy into what he's saying and they will agree that the spirit of the Lord has entered Samson's soul let us have courage and banish fear from our hearts let's march by his side for our deliverance the Lord leads us and delivers us from the Philistines so they're on board now and they realize that Samson is telling the truth so Keeley, how would you describe the Samson that we've seen so far In this opera. Mm, Devout. Yes. Strong leader. Yes.
0: Good with words. Yes. Probably big and strong and physically very strong and imposing. Yeah. And just in my head, that's what I'm thinking.
1: True enough. And that's partly what you know of Samson. Mm -hmm. True enough. and He's got long hair, doesn't he? Well, yeah, see, but you know that story already. Kind
0: of. Yeah,
1: so let's let's back up and, and look a little bit at the chapters of the Samson story that are in the Bible that are not presented in this story. Oh, Samson's backstory. Samson's backstory. There are a couple of tiny lines and references that get mentioned in the opera. Mm-hmm. Again, references that people would probably be familiar with when they're seeing this opera, certainly when it's first presented. I don't even think I mentioned yet yeah, the, I was curious. When was this written? The premiere of the opera mm-hmm. was 1877.
0: Okay. Well, here's an interesting piece. So not super old. The way yeah. I mean, the way it sounds, I was thinking it was older.
1: No, no, not at all. It's it's more like a contemporary of, yeah. uh, say, Carmen. Wow, it's beautiful. Yeah, the music is amazing. Yeah, it's 1877. Interestingly, it couldn't find production in France when it was first done. It wasn't seen as appropriate for French production. Because it was too churchy or bible or something? It was too churchy. It was too bible It wasn't modern enough. Mm. And it was... P- the French. And it was potentially a little too German-influenced. Huh. There were those who thought maybe there were a little... Light motifs, a mm. little too Wagner I was gonna say it sounds a little Wagnery. Yeah, in the because in the beginning of the decade, mm.
0: 1870,
1: 1871, That's when we had the Franco Prussian War. Aha! Uh-huh. So uh, there are a lot of bad feelings between the. I mean, it's complicated. Right. Mm-hmm. But there were a lot of musicians, serious musicians, who loved Saint-Saens. They, they supported him enthusiastically. Ultimately, it was that great supporter of other musicians, Franz Liszt, who made sure that it got produced. And it was in Weimar in 1877 where it was first presented. Is that right? Sung in German, I might add. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> All this beautiful music that oh, we're listening changes to in French.
0: everything. I mean, I love German and I love a German opera. Yeah, but, but, but this, this is composed. This it was the r- librettos in French. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so, um, I don't know, comfortable or relaxing to listen to an opera in French. Is that your experience? Uh, Well, it's
1: people who, again, this is not my specialty. I love the story, and I love the backstory, and I love the history. But people who talk about composing of opera talk about the the romance languages, Mm -hmm. and even French being different from Italian in terms of writing. So you can imagine German being different as well. Mm. But people like to hear language is uh, their own language yeah. being the language of the opera presented
0: what's well, anyway, easier
1: he got it presented in fact it wasn't until 1892 that the opera played in paris
0: wow so 20 some years mm-hmm. wow.
1: yeah and i believe it was i believe it was 1918 when it first played in new york at or at least at the new york metropolitan may might have been a little bit earlier at another venue
0: wow Okay, so going back Back to to Samson. Samson I wanted to
1: tell you a little bit about his birth. In fact, before his birth, his mother had been childless. In fact, she was visited by an angel, it tells us in the Bible, in the Mm -hmm. book of Judges, Mm -hmm. chapter 13. She had been childless, and she's visited by an angel. And the angel of the Lord came to her and said, You are sterile and you are childless, but you are going to conceive and have a son. See to it that you drink no wine or other fermented drink, and that you do not eat anything that is unclean, because you will conceive and give birth to a son. No razor may be used on his head. Make note. Oh, right. Yeah, the long hair. Yep. No razor may be used on his head, because that boy is to be a Nazarite, set apart to God from birth. And he will begin the deliverance of Israel from the hands of the Philistines.
0: Interesting. So it this was is prophesied.
1: This was prophesied right from before he was even born, from before he was conceived. Huh. So the Nazarites, I learned from my biblical scholars, Yes. were a sect. And, and you weren't necessarily born into it. You could, you could join it as time goes by. But they were people who had certain restrictions on their behavior. Including not...
0: Oh, including not cutting the hair. mm
1: -hmm, Mm-hmm. As a a sign of devotion to God.
0: Interesting.
1: But he was very special because this was proclaimed by an angel. Before he was
0: even conceived. Exactly. All right, Samson.
1: Yeah, so there's a little backstory there. A couple of things to note about the story of Samson. It has a... If you read the whole thing just front to back, the whole story, it has a very folkloric quality. Hmm. His name, Samson, mm-hmm. and when we finally get to her, Delilah's name in Semitic languages easily translate into sun and or light and dark. Lightness and darkness. Oh. So they have kind of these allegorical meanings. Interesting. You know, of the good and the evil. So
0: she's the she's the shadow side. Yeah. And he's the
1: the light it's and and you may not know this but it is definitely in here samson is married before to a philistine woman before he encounters delilah Delilah. and uh it doesn't go well there he's a bit of an impetuous fellow and and he uses his strength his strength is god-given as as you know from the story later on with delilah and and you know we we all sort of have this general sense yeah almost like a children's bible sense of the story yeah yeah well,
0: you do i mean my entire <laughs> knowledge about samson and delilah is from the leonard cohen song hallelujah where she broke your throne and cut your hair she tied oh. you to a. she tied you to the kitchen chair <laughs> okay. she broke your throne and she well, cut your hair
1: all right delilah you know spoiler delilah is not the one who does the cutting of the hair <laughs> okay delilah learns the secret to his strength which allows yeah. his hair to be cut yeah but that's that's about what I know, right? But honestly, and, and by the way, that's not even depicted in the opera. We'll get to that later. That's not even depicted in the opera. It's more about learning his secret. That's the real drama. That is the real drama we will talk about in Act Two. That said, just good to know he does get married to a Philistine woman. So both of these women that he's deeply attracted to is are these Philistine women, these women who are of the, of the group that's oppressing his people. Hmm. So there are these bad encounters with the Philistines. He, at ver- in various times, in various ways, expresses his wrath, does great damage to the Philistines. So there's this cycle of revenge that goes back and forth between Samson and the Philistines. Mm-hmm. And there is a period of 20 years When Samson is a judge, the name Judges, judges, meaning we would probably be more comfortable with the term ruler, but Mm -hmm. he's, just as a judge makes a ruling, Sure, he's he's in charge, and and that also means a military leader. So Samson has authority Mm -hmm. over his people, and that's part of the reason why it opens with all the laments and then the hopes that with his intercession with God that he can help them. As their leader. Samson. That's Samson. Right. All right. So back to our opera. Yes. Samson has just convinced them that they need to mend their ways. And they need to get back to their covenant with God. They need to return to being faithful and to believing in God. And they finally come on board after doubting. This has all happened in the town square with this temple of... of the Philistine God looming over them in this town square. And sure enough, the governor of the Philistines comes on the scene.
0: Oh yeah. This is the guy with the difficult name. Yeah. Abimelech. Yes. And he's like, what's going on here? Who's this long haired freak?
1: Yeah. Even worse. He says, these vile slaves scorn their masters struggling in vain to break our laws and their shackles. Hide your groans and your tears. We will not tolerate your protests. Pray to your God for mercy from your conquerors.
0: He doesn't sound like a very um, effective ruler. He's more like a command and control ruling by fear than an inspiring leader.
1: No inspiration here. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does hope to inspire fear. And he's also... Quite happy to belittle them and their God. He says, If this God of yours has power, let him show it to us now. Let him shatter your chains and give you freedom. Your God fled from our God, Dagon. He trembled like a dove fleeing from a vulture. And, Samson's having none of this. And he shouts, He blasphemes our Lord. I see the hands of your angels bearing flaming swords, and I see a heavenly host gathering to avenge God. I mean, this is serious business here. Fire
0: and brimstone. But I have a question. Yes. So this guy, the governor or whatever, Abimelech, Mm -hmm. he's saying that Dagon is the god that they should be worshiping not the one true he's the lo- God or whatever he's
1: the local god of the philistines there in this location yes
0: i see yes but
1: and he's making fun of the israelites like you guys say your god's the one real god like if he were the one real god would we be in charge of you
0: get real Okay, okay, okay. So he's just okay, making so, fun of them. Right. Okay. So I'm I've I've got it now. So this guy, Abimelech, is the leader of the Philistines. Philistines. and he's talking to the Israelites. Correct. Okay. For a sec I thought that he was the governor of these people and they'll they were like, No, no, no. He, he's, like, the, he's the he's governor the governor of, the, of the, the Philistines. Yes, of that region and mm-hmm. and they're like occupying the Israelites or whatever the yes. term would be. Copy that. Okay. Yes. And Samson is also an Israelite. Oh, yes. He's yeah. the leader of the Israelites and, okay. at this time. And then he, but he was married to the lady who was a Philistine.
1: Oh, did I neglect to mention that in his back and forth of various revenge, when he was taking out his anger on the Philistines, the Philistines ended up burning her up and her father oh. as well. 20 years prior as like
0: revenge for him
1: burning down all their fields and olive groves and stuff right
0: okay so she's dead and he has not yet married Delilah at this point he never marries Delilah he has not yet met Delilah no he's met
1: her but he's not with her yeah she's not on the scene yet
0: right okay all right I'm tracking yay thank you I'm, I'm preparing for the opera helmet quiz (laughs) and <laughs> make sure I know what's up. And
1: and not be taken by surprise, I see. Yeah. Okay, so
0: Avimelech says mm-hmm. um uh okay, knock it off.
1: If your God's so great,
0: why why
1: are you in this position? Why basically? are you in chains? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And the chorus of the Israelites is like you get him, Samson, basically. Right. And Samson's like, Yes, the entire earth flees in terror before This anger god's lightning flashes and the entire earth trembles and he's just he's he's talking smack Mm, basically he's really bringing it yeah and he's and he's gathering himself up strong 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 and abimelech has his sword ready and he goes to attack samson and samson grabs
0: his arm can you guess what happens next um Samson grabs Abimelech's arm and takes the sword yep. right from his hand and then slays him with it. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Oh, I love it when I want to get it right. You got it. You got it.
1: And then the high priest, Dagon's high priest, also a Philistine obviously, comes in and who has done this? Who has struck down Abimelech? Right. The slaves have struck him down. Do not let them
0: escape. But it's the Philistines who flee. Because they're afraid of Samson. Because they're
1: terrified of Samson.
0: Is he a giant? No, but he no. is. And he he has the power of God
1: in him. I mean, that's, mm. that is the point here. He's just got charisma. He's got
0: that star power.
1: It's not just. Charisma. He's got strength unlike any other man around. He does have God's strength in him. Hmm. He calls on it and it comes.
0: Superpower.
1: It is a superpower. It is absolutely a superpower. It's a bit of this folklore quality that we were talking about before. And the high priest is furious. Because he's trying to get the other Philistines to go get him, basically. And the various Philistines are like, oh, my arms are weak. I can't move. And the high priest is just apoplectic, like, you cowards, you cowards, go get him. And the Philistines are like, oh, he's too strong for us. We can't. We can't. I'm a scared. And it's just, it's just mayhem. It's mayhem. And... The high priest finally says, well, a curse on the mother who brought him into the light of day. May the women who once swore to love him betray his love.
0: Well, wow. Now they're talking smack about his mom. That can't go well. And
1: anyone who loves him. Right. Or who said they love him. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Tuck that one
1: away. Oh. A curse on the God he worships, says the high priest. The God who is his only hope. I curse his God's power, says the high priest. Well the Philistines flee flee and the Hebrew chorus comes to sing a hymn of joy and a hymn of deliverance
0: So that was the Hymn of Joy from Act 1 of Samson and Delilah on Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. What were they so joyful about, Pat? They're
1: giving thanks to God because God seems to have returned to helping them.
0: They've got Samson. They've got He's Samson. He's getting them all pumped up. They're feeling good. The Philistines fled. Right. They've got a good trajectory going here.
1: Right. And there's there's an elderly Hebrew man who says to Samson, God punished us with his wrath because we had disobeyed his laws. And he says later, when we were in the desert, we lifted our voice up towards God in prayer. And he commanded his beloved tribes, rise up, march into battle. I am the Lord of armies. I am the force of your arms. He rescued us when we were in distress because we were his chosen people let the universe become joyful he has broken our chains joyous hymn of deliverance so they're all giving thanks because they are feeling that
0: god has returned
1: god has returned and they've seen it through samson and they've seen it because the philistines have fled Mm -hmm. meanwhile the doors of the temple of dagon have opened and a whole bunch of philistine women are coming out with flowers, decked with flowers, Mm -hmm. looking lovely. Mm -hmm. Radiant. Radiant. And they are singing beautifully. And they are saying, voices of spring, bring flowers to adorn the brows of the victorious warriors. Let our song fuse with the aroma of freshly bloomed roses. And this is the first time we're going to see Samson being tempted by a beautiful woman. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So the stage is filled with beautiful women, Delilah among them.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. So
1: let's listen a little bit to these women singing. And by the way, this is going to be followed by a lovely ballet. We're our first act ballet.
0: Oh, I love a ballet.
1: So it's a French opera. So there's going to be two ballets in this one, not just one. So instead of a second act ballet, which is traditional in a French opera, we're going to have a first act, end of the first act ballet, and we're going to have a ballet in the beginning of
0: the third act. Mm. They like to break it up a little. The stage is set at this Philistine temple with all these lovely women, and Delilah is among them. Yes. But so far, we've just heard the chorus. Yes. So are we going to hear from Delilah?
1: She's up next. An interesting point, Delilah is a (gasps) mezzo-soprano.
0: Delilah. Yeah. But does she still get the guy, even though she's not a soprano?
1: You're going to have to stay tuned to find that out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pat.
1: Okay. Well, it's a great role for a mezzo. Let's, let's just leave that there. It's a fabulous, big, meaty role for a mezzo. So Delilah's song coming up is going to be, I have come to celebrate the victory of the man who reigns over my heart. Remember, she is a Philistine woman. Mm-hmm. And she's celebrating the victory that he has
0: had over her people. So it's reminiscent of Aida. Well, it's a very different power
1: dynamic from Aida.
0: Yes, but Radames killed her people, captured her father, and she was still in love with him, even though it was love of country or love of romantic love.
1: Well, hang in there. I think this story is going to play out quite differently. Right, yep. <laughs> so, delight. Shadow
0: and light, shadow
1: and light. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So she comes in and she's, I mean, honeyed words. That's all I could say. She's full of honeyed words. And Samson, praise to God, literally.
0: Oh, really? Because he's like, oh my gosh, I'm powerless over this woman.
1: Oh God, you know my weakness. Have pity on your servant. Close my ears, close my heart. To that sweet voice. And Delilah says, For you, I've woven roses into my dark hair and crowned my brow with clusters of cool black grapes. She's wearing grapes? Cool black grapes. (laughs) That sounds weird, (laughs) but it's sensual.
0: I guess maybe I should wear more grapes or something.
1: breaking the moment <laughs> okay sorry and put flowers in my hair put and that's
0: on my head that
1: elderly hebrew man who was talking sense to him earlier is trying to talk sense to him once again my son turn away from her avoid the pagan's seductive trickery Heed not the enchanting soft voice and avoid the serpent's deadly venom mm. and they go on but let's Let's hear. So we'll hear those three voices. The tenor, of course, will be Samson. Mm-hmm. The mezzo will be Delilah. And the bass will be...
0: The old Hebrew man.
1: Trying to talk sense to Samson.
0: All right. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Opera for Everyone on 89.1 KHOL. So that was Delilah seducing Samson. She's like, hey, Samson, I'm the crazy grapehead lady. Come and give me a kiss. And then the old Hebrew guy is like, no, Samson, don't do it. And Samson's like, oh, I'm super attracted to the lady with the grapes on her head.
1: (laughs) You are really hung up on these grapes. There's just one brief mention of the grapes.
0: Well, it's really weird. I mean, I could see, like, flowers, but... Well, she does
1: mention the roses. My kisses are softer than the scented lilies of the valley. And my beloved... Dare I? <laughs> I <can't laughs> what? not even read this with laughing, because you've started me this way. And my beloved, the juice of the mandrake is less sweet. <laughs> Sorry. I
0: know this is supposed to be romantic. Okay, the juice of the mandrake is less sweet.
1: Open your arms to your beloved and hold her heart and its soft aroma whose scent is intoxicating. (laughs) I can't do (laughs) it.
0: Oh, it's such a... Not romantic. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: And Samson prays. Lord, help me obliterate the ardent flame she fans. Have pity on me, Lord. I implore you. Have pity and an elderly hebrew woman says to him you will weep bitter tears avoid the wrath of heaven serious
0: business i'm still trying not to laugh (laughs) (laughs) sorry i know this is a really serious part in the opera but it's just okay so the old hebrew it's actually a
1: very sensual part in the opera because not only is Delilah doing everything she can to seduce Samson all these other women dancing are being as seductive as they can to all the other Hebrew men on stage so they're just all doing their seductive bit
0: they're doing their best
1: it's very sensual, very seductive dare I say very French oh yes Mm. ha ha. And it ends by saying one of the elderly Hebrew men says, evil has led this woman to you, agitating your peace of mind. Escape from the burning flame of her glances. Her poison will consume you.
0: Don't do it, Samson. Don't do it. I have a feeling he's going to do it, though.
1: Do you think maybe? Probably. He's going to succumb? Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, the the last thing it says in the libretto for this act Delilah casts her enticing, enticing glances at Samson who seems spellbound. In vain he hesitates and struggles, but his gestures betray his troubled soul. He cannot resist temptation.
0: Okay, so that's the end of Act 1. Samson is struggling. Now we're going to transition to Act 2. Do you want set, to set that one up, Pat?
1: Yes. We are at Delilah's tent mm-hmm. in the Valley of Surak. It's an exotically landscaped, it's luxurious, Delilah's on her own and she's awaiting Samson's arrival. Oh, so they've planned a little contretemps. a little rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs> and she says, tonight Samson will seek me and I will have my hour of revenge that will satisfy our gods. Oh dear. And so this whole song is about how she's looking forward to this revenge. Let my wiles conquer him, let Samson be in chains tomorrow. He tried to banish me from his heart? He can't extinguish that flame. He is mine, he is my slave. His strength is no match against love. He will surrender to me.
0: You're listening to Opera for Everyone, a radio show and podcast that makes opera understandable, accessible, and enjoyable for a mainstream audience. It airs Sundays from 9 to 11 a.m. Mountain Time on 89 KHOL in Jackson, Wyoming. KHOL is Wyoming's only community radio station. Opera for Everyone is hosted by me, Keely Heron, and me,
1: Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoy the second half of today's episode.
0: Welcome back to the second half of today's episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keeley Heron. I'm Pat Wright. And on today's episode, we are listening to an opera by Camille Sansons. Samson and Delilah. And we've just begun the second act. Yes. Not to be confused with the second half of the show, although we have just begun the second half of the show. So it could be confused. It could be confused. But... We're not confused. So at the end of the first half of the show, we had just begun act two and we were in Delilah's lair where she was awaiting Samson so that she could exact her revenge.
1: Little does he know.
0: He's in for it.
1: He thinks he's in for a fun night.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. This is one of those rare occasions where i remember that i have to do the opera helmet quiz
1: yes you need to recap
0: everything that's happened okay so this is an opera in three acts by camille sansons and it's one of his only operas of many operas that is actually still performed today it is written in french And it is set in biblical times during biblical times. (laughs) During the period of the judges. During the period of the judges. And it's set in... Where is it? Gaza. Mm-hmm. It's set in Gaza. Palestine. And Palestine. And it's a, it's a story of um, Samson who ha- was born to a mother who had had several, who had been barren and hadn't had any children. And an angel came to her and said, don't drink anything alcoholic and make sure you eat really well because I know even though you think you're sterile, you're going to have a, bi- a baby and he's going to be a great man. He's a Nazarite. A Nazarite. He's going to be this special person. So don't cut his hair ever because I don't really know what the deal is with Nazarites, but they're special and...
1: A, a special connection to God, blessed by God and
0: specially devoted to God. Right. And he's going to have kind of superpowers because yeah. he's, he's godly and devout. Fast forward to Samson is older and he is the leader of his people, the... Israelites they have been suffering under the rule of the Philistine uh, people and they are set in Gaza at uh, the town square which is outside of the Philistine temple and they are bemoaning their circumstances and they sing a song to God basically saying dear God please help us figure out how we can overcome the oppressive Philistinian rule and then Samson comes to them and says, hey, I heard you're called to God. I'm here to help you. And they're like, uh, really? What does that entail? And he says, well, first of all, you've got to uh, suck it up and be devout again because faith is the only way that you're going to overcome your oppression. And they're like, okay, well, okay, I guess we'll do that. And so then the governor of the philistine people comes out of the temple and says to them like hey israelites what the heck are you doing out here and who is this long-haired freak that's telling you you need to pray and stuff and then he brandishes a sword and then samson calls upon his godly powers and disarms the guy the governor abimelech and then he slays him with his own sword, and then the high priest. Oh no! Wait. Then what happens? Then the high priest is like, "Well, who's slain this?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the high priest comes out of the temple. the The high priest of Dagon, because the Phil- the Philistine people don't um, worship what you know, the God of the Bible, they're, they're pagan. And so the high priest of Dagon comes out and says, what's going on here? And then Samson says, he says, who killed him? And I don't remember if Samson admitted to killing him or not, but then all the Philistine warriors are scared and they flee. And then all of the Israelites sing a hymn of joy and And deliverance and deliverance and they're all like wow we've really got this we're all pumped up because Samson came to tell us that we could do it and then he he slayed the governor and now all the Philistines fled and then uh, we we got this we can do this and then cut to all of these beautiful Philistine women emerge from the temple and they're all beautiful and covered in flowers and they've got fruit and stuff And they're trying to woo the Israelites, especially Samson, because he's hunky. And also, P.S., Delilah is among them. And they've met before, but they're not, like, together. Currently an item, yes. They're not currently an item, but they've made eyes at each other. And so she really starts hitting it hard with trying to woo him. And she's got flowers in her dark hair And for some reason, she puts grapes on her head because she's a crazy grape head. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) And, uh, you know, apparently Samson's into that. So then they, I don't know, then they agree to meet later. And that's the end of Act One, kind of. Well, there's a lot of drama
1: involved with that. They don't just simply agree to meet later okay yeah he's he's praying to god oh, right 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 then help. the
0: old hebrew man is like don't go there samson you're gonna be in a world of hurt and delilah's like do it samson i'm really sexy and seductive and he's like oh i know i really i'm attracted to you delilah and this old hebrew man is like just steer clear everything's gonna go sideways but That's the end of act one where he's like praying to God, I need your help, God, because I'm being seduced by this um, Delilah lady. And then in the beginning of act two, we open on Delilah's lair where she's singing about how sexy and seductive and amazing she is and how she's going to seduce Samson to exact her revenge. That's right. And that's that. Well, and then I guess I don't really know what else she said because it was in french mm-hmm. um and we didn't talk about it yet but so that's where the first half ended that's great and so what else did she say
1: well we highlighted most of what she said the fact that i'm going to make him my slave that my the power of my love is greater than his physical strength that his god has given him that's underlining right. and and the and the power of her need for revenge against him is so much greater than any affection she might feel for him. Yeah. And she counts on his passion for her to be so great that she can use it against him. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Dark arts. Dark arts. Delilah. for
1: For sure. And next we're going to have the high priest is going to show up.
0: Oh, the high priest
1: of Dagon. Yes, the one who's like, hey, what's going on here in the town square? I I love the fact that the first thing he says is, I climbed a mountain to reach you here.
0: Oh, to Delilah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: In her lair. In her lair. It's, you know, a little off the beaten path. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to be disturbed when she doesn't want to be disturbed. She's
0: kind of a witch. I mean,
1: she's a little bit of a witch, right? That's not, that's certainly not said. She's just a, you know. She's a pagan goddess. She's. Again, not said. Right. She's a very attractive woman. She's a very powerful, I dare say, charismatic woman. So the high priest comes to her, and as he was trying to encourage the warriors to fight back after the governor was killed, he comes to her to see what help she can be. And she, he tells her, well, the Hebrew slaves, they've conquered our city. Can you believe it? Our soldiers have fled in mortal fear of Samson. We've got to do something about this, Delilah. His God gave him strength and gave him courage to defeat us. And he's filling in a little bit of the backstory, just in case any of us need it. Mm -hmm. From birth, Samson was chosen by heaven, and he made a sacred vow with his God. And he has power to lead the people of Israel. So he's giving a little bit of that backstory now, maybe... They're not all making fun of him, right? Because it's seeming... Like he could win. That Samson's God is of some power. So Ah, they're taking it a little bit more seriously at this point. Because this was not an unusual view in in a polytheistic society. Because they were totally comfortable with the fact that... I mean, the Hebrews are different, right? Because they believe... They're a monotheistic people. They Mm -hmm. believe there is one God. Yeah. And the other gods are not actually gods. But in a polytheistic society, there's a belief that, well, our God is for us here, mm-hmm. and your God is for you there. And so right. it's a contest of which God is more powerful. It's kind of like different football teams. And so they're seeing the Hebrew God well, mm-hmm. like on the on the rise, and so he's more powerful. So Delilah is like, well, yes, I know that Samson's courage is boundless, and he would do anything to defy you. But the priest says, well, yeah, but I think his weakness really is you. I think maybe that's the weakness we can exploit. And Delilah says, oh yes, I I have heard his people reproach him for loving me. And I know that Samson struggles in vain to resist me. I know he loves me, but I fear nothing. His strength is powerless against me. He's helpless to resist me. He's mighty in battle, but in my arms, he's my trembling slave. It's a little scary, right? Yeah, she's, yeah. And so the high priest is like, so let your power over him serve our cause. Sell me your slave, Samson. And she is offended at this suggestion. I don't care anything for your gold. I'm not gonna sell this to you. By the way, that's in direct contradiction to what's written. In the Hebrew Bible, because it is money that they offer to Delilah in the Bible with the implication that that's.
0: Oh, that she'll like ensnare him and then turn him over to the to the uh, Philistines for money. That she does what she does because they offer her so much money. (gasps) Oh, and so that's where the implication that she was a prostitute came from, maybe. Possibly. Yeah, possibly. She was trading things for money
1: continuing on with the opera she says there's greater treasure i dream only of revenge i despise him as much as you do so she's patriotic Mm -hmm. because she wants to get back for his what he's done and what his people have done against the philistines and also remember we said there they had encountered one another before and he keeps praying to his god to resist her Mm -hmm. well Kind of hurts a girl's feelings, doesn't it? To be rejected. And she's angry. Oh. Nobody rejects Delilah. Right. Nobody rejects Delilah. So she wants revenge on him for personal rejection as well.
0: Which is probably more powerful than anything else, really.
1: Hard to say, but. But that's true. And another reference to the biblical story she will let us know that she's tried three times already to get the secret of his strength from him because that's what the high priest is really after, the secret of his strength. Like, What is it that makes him so invincible? Right? And that is the crux of the Samson story for us. Oh,
0: so they don't really want him. They just want to know why. Well, they do want they him. Do. They do. But they to defeat can't him get him unless they, they can understand.
1: Because he's he is more powerful mm-hmm. than any man. He can... Right. Remember, I, I referenced before. There's there's this incident where he goes up against a thousand Philistine men mm-hmm. with with just a bone he finds lying right, on the with ground, the jawbone. the jawbone of a donkey. He yeah. kills a thousand Philistine men. He kills a, a lion with his bare hands. You know, this is this is a man with superhuman strength. Right. God, God inspired strength protects him. Yeah. Yeah, this is a man with superpowers, basically. Right. And so they do need to find the secret to his strength or how they can... Defeat him. How they can remove his strength. Mm-hmm. So she mentions that three times she's tried to figure out what it is. And three times she he's has... Failed. He's made a fool of her and failed. And those those three times in, in the Bible, those three times are enumerated. And they are in in the same night when she in fact gets the secret from him Um. each time where she says he's basically he talks about different ways that they can tie you know certain kinds of ropes and things that they can use to tie him up and they and each time she goes out and tells them and they come in and try it and turns out he can just break the ropes like they're nothing and then he goes back and does it again and finally he just gives up and he tells her in the bible story okay so what happens in the opera so in the opera she just refers to the three times i say okay so we're gonna we're gonna take a little slower in the opera she refers to the three times and she's like he's not gonna pull that nonsense on me anymore i'm not gonna fall for the the fake answers anymore i think we should hear a little bit of these songs yeah yeah let's hear this one about the three times
0: Today's episode, we are listening to Samson and Delilah by Camille Sansons. and we've just heard Delilah talking about how she's attempted to woo Samson three times and failed, and she's talking with-
1: Well, she's succeeded in wooing him, but she has- Oh, failed, failed
0: to find the secret of his strength. That's right. Right. He's
1: told her, quote unquote, the secret, but each time it was he not- fibbed. He fibbed.
0: He was telling a lie. He
1: doesn't really want to reveal the secret.
0: But so she's uh, she's talking about this with the, um, the, high priest. the high priest. And they're talking about how they're going to defeat him because she's not going to be fooled again. That's right. And they both agree. She says, to satisfy my hatred,
1: he will be defeated because he will be overcome by love. The high priest echoes that sentiment. To satisfy my hatred... He will be defeated because he will become a victim of love. Mm -hmm. So they're united in their belief that hatred will be stronger than love. So the high priest says, okay, we have a plan. Samson's on his way. I best get out of here because I don't want to ruin it by him seeing me Mm -hmm. when he comes to see his beloved. And she's like, yeah, good idea. So she has a moment alone on stage brief moment of doubt where she says I wonder if love has lost its power over his heart but then she gathers up her strength and she goes inside stage is bare for but a second and of course Samson appears Samson arrives and as he arrives there are lightning flashes oh foreshadowing Well, I think we're meant to think uh, something's happening in the heavens. Ah. And Samson will let us know what's happening in his own heart. And he will let us know, in spite of my will, my steps have led me back here. I want to escape. You know, more of this anguish that we heard on stage in that fabulous scene where he was singing... And the old man was singing, and Delilah was singing, and he's trying to resist her, but he's he's not being entirely successful. Right. I curse my love for her, and yet I still love her. I'm helpless, and I cannot flee from this woman whom I adore. So as he's saying all this, she reappears. And Samson still was so conflicted. He's swooning. And- so troubled and she is so happy and she is just all love and adoration and and he's not returning it yet he's just like I feel shame I feel remorse this is this isn't right but he's there isn't he Yep, he's there my heart cannot banish you I would gladly have given my life for a love that offered such rapture he says he says I am a slave to my God, not to you. I submit to his holy will. Okay, this must be our final farewell, he says. At least that's what he's telling himself. Oh. Because I have to break with you.
0: Yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. You're not convinced, huh? No. (laughs) And
1: And he's trying to convince himself. All right, God has told me I have chosen you among all to lead... Your people and put an end to their suffering. So he's really trying to talk himself in to being strong against his passion for her.
0: Hmm. I mean, i found with things like this Mm -hmm. that are difficult to resist, like jalapeno pepper kettle chips, for example.
1: A perfect analogy in this case. Just don't bring them in the
0: house. You Just, just don't bring them in the house. Just don't bring them in the house. You don't buy them. You don't bring them in the house. Uh You don't put them in the pantry so that at 11 p.m. when you're like, I would like something spicy and crunchy. Something seductive like that. It's just there. So he shouldn't even have gone there because now she's like a bag of kettle chips and she's just shaking herself around. Mm -hmm. And that's much harder to resist than just walking by them in the aisle at the grocery store. Because there they are.
1: Mm -hmm, Right in front of you. And she says to him, well, Israel's glory means nothing to me. For me, your victory signals the end of my happiness. Mm. She's like, I, I don't care about these things you're talking about. I don't care about this God of yours. I don't care about these people of yours. All I care is that you're in my arms. It's mm. all she cares about. Or at least that's what she's telling.
0: Right. Me. Yeah. She
1: says a mightier God than yours speaks to you through me it's the god of love and that's my god she's evil samson says you are insensitive and dare to accuse me my whole being longs for you it is true let a thunderbolt strike me Ooh, we just heard some thunder, right, thunder. and lightning didn't mm-hmm. we let me perish in a flame my love for you is great greater than my love for god himself oh he's just given in hasn't he oh yes even though one day it may cause my death delilah i love you
0: uh-oh he's just sealed his fate given in yep okay so now he says i love you delilah we're going to hear a little bit of that right now oh all right okay just a little bit you're listening to opera for everyone on 89.1 K12 this is samson from the opera samson and delilah saying how much he loves delilah <laughs> Samson lost. He gave in. He gave in. He's admitted his love. And we
1: have this beautiful, not nearly as long song where Delilah's going to sing. My heart opens to your voice as a flower opens to the kiss of dawn. My beloved, let your loving words dry my tears by speaking love. So it's this Passionate, rapturous song that she sings to him and they've just fallen into each other's arms. Hmm. And this is the second act I was telling you about. This is not there's no oratorio feel to this act is there?
0: Oh right yeah no there
1: This is rapturous Right. This is passionate this is seductive It's going to change a little bit with the next song We're going to have some terrible lightning we're gonna have some serious thunder crashing and if you'll humor me I thought we might do a dramatic reading (laughs) would you play the part of
0: Delilah of course and this is an opera for everyone first this is
1: an opera for everyone first but I figure there's just I mean the lines are too good not to read them all and it's gonna. It's a little bit of uh, that. What, what have you done before where you like screech the needle on the record where this just rapturous love song where typically the lovers would just melt into each other's arms. There they'd be in the tent. The music would swell and, you know, we wouldn't see anything till the next morning. And right. someone was cooking breakfast, right? right? But no, after all this rapture and all this bliss and he's just given in essentially forsaking his god Delilah's gonna put the brakes on she's gonna put the brakes on and I'm not even gonna explain what happens we're we're gonna do our dramatic okay. reading <laughs> okay all right all right I'm following your lead here Pat all right but uh, l- first line is yours Delilah oh okay I'm playing the role of Samson all oh, right
0: okay so I'm playing Delilah um, and I say but no The dream ends your unhappy Delilah still has doubts you deceived me before with your false promises
1: for you I have dared to forget God his glory my people and my vow the God who marked my birth with the holy seal of his power
0: well then understand the extent of my love I am jealous of this God of yours the God who gave you life the God who consecrated your life. What vow binds you to your God and gives you such strength? Confide in me and end the doubt that is torturing me.
1: Delilah, what do you want of me? Remember that I do not doubt you.
0: I want to test my power over you today. Oh! I want you to prove your love by taking me into your confidence. Lightning thunder!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why should my sacred vow concern you? I keep that secret deep in my heart.
0: Share it with me and ease my anxiety. You cannot wrest it from me, even by force. Yes, my love has no power over you. Your devotion is empty. You dare to treat me so harshly, your secret wounds me, so share it with me and do not res- oh, and do not suspect me of treachery.
1: My heart is burdened and tortured. In
0: my loneliness, I call upon my Lord. I gave you my youth and my beauty. Now nothing is left but my tears. Almighty God, I beg for your help. I am powerless. So this must be our final farewell. Flee, Samson, for here your lover shall perish. Leave me. Tell me your secret. I cannot. Tell me your secret and calm my fears. The
1: storm is unleashing its fury. Thunder, lightning. The Lord's thunder is crashing above our heads. I will face the storm with you. Tell me. No. Tell me. Leave me.
0: Defy his wrath.
1: The thunder is the voice of my
0: God. Coward, heartless man, I despise you. Farewell. The storm erupts in all its fury. As Delilah leaves Samson, he raises his arms to heaven, calling upon his God for help. Then he pursues Delilah and joins her. Philistine soldiers approach Delilah's tent. Amid tremendous crashes of thunder, Delilah appears before the Philistine soldiers and addresses them. Come here to me. The soldiers rush inside the tent and apprehend Samson.
1: I am betrayed.
0: And seen. Are you want me to keep going?
1: No, that's the end of Act 2. So we don't have the dialogue where he tells her. He simply follows her into the tent, and it's left to our imagination, or to our knowledge of Bible reading, that he has told her. Oh, And we don't even see the soldiers capture him. Mm -hmm. We don't even see what we know happens next, that they cut his hair, Mm. they shave him, Mm -hmm. and they also gouge out his eyes. They blind him.
0: Oh, they do? I didn't know that part of the story. That's
1: in the Bible, too.
0: Oh, gross.
1: Yeah, it's kind of rough. And that's the end of uh, Act 2. But all of that is left out. That doesn't happen because when we open on Act 3 he's blind and he's chained to the wheel of a mill going around in circles using what strength he has a normal man's strength to pull around the wheel of a mill oh poor Samson yeah and he sings a song which is a prayer And in this song, he prays to God to help him. Uh He acknowledges all of his faults and all of the things he does wrong. And offstage, we hear the reproaches of the Hebrew chorus. And it's interesting because some will say those are the Hebrews in the distance Mm -hmm. reproaching him. Mm -hmm. And honestly, my interpretation is that in his head, he hears his people reproaching him
0: so it doesn't really matter which honestly. so it could be off stage or it could be in his head yes but either he, way
1: the condemnation is there
0: mm-hmm. so should we listen to that song yeah the prayer all right you're listening to opera for everyone on 89.1 one K H O L. can really picture the wheel and just that his fate is he's just dragging a wheel around it's profoundly
1: sad and he ends it by saying Lord I am at your feet I am broken but I am penitent I bless the hand that smites me Lord let your people escape the fury of their enemies What does smite mean? Strikes.
0: Oh. Really?
1: Causes harm.
0: Yeah. Too. I think that's a word we should try to bring back and use more.
1: Well, it's a it's a smite. It refers to the wrath of God. Ah. It's justified
0: punishment. Uh, punishment. Okay. Smite. Yes.
1: All right. I believe the past tense is
0: smote. <laughs> okay. I am definitely going to try and incorporate that into my vocabulary. Anywho, okay. So he has been smited. He he's he was smote by God. Yes. God smoted him,
1: and he is penitent. Mm Mm-hmm. And he is not. He's just pushing that wheel around the mill. And he is. And he is profoundly sorry. And he is not asking
0: for forgiveness. He's not
1: asking for himself. He is asking for For his his people. people. And there's going to be an interlude. We are going to move on to scene two of act three inside the temple, Dagon's temple. Mm. The Philistines. That's right. And we are going to have uh, a revel. In fact, it's going to be a bacchanal. Oh,
0: well, because they're pagans. They're going to party.
1: They're going to party. It's Mm going to be our second ballet. Oh. And it is the version that I saw of this. Mm Mm-hmm. Those were some beautiful dancers. Yeah. And it was a Bacchanal that was so sensual and it was so pagan and it was. Worth it. Just a total depraved celebration. Hmm. And that's what I think they're trying to get across. This utterly sensual celebration. We win, we win, we win. We have vanquished this strong man with all of his concerns of Uh his God and his God's expectations. Yeah.
0: They're like in the penthouse suite. Yeah. They got a tiger. (laughs) Uh, The Argentinian polo team is coming over. (laughs) I don't know
1: about that. They filled the hot tub
0: with jello shots.
1: Bacchanal. Mm -hmm. Bacchanal. They're raging. So they're going to move in after that is all over. They're going to move in. Well, not over, but after that ballet has concluded. They're gonna move into a song which begins, hail judge of Israel, in other words, ruler of Israel, come here and enliven our celebrations. And they're gonna spend a lot of time mocking this strong man who has brought so much suffering on their people who they have now blinded and humiliated. Mm. And they're gonna continue to humiliate him by belittling him, his people, and his God. In the midst of all their celebrations and Delilah is going to be part of all of it. Mm. And Samson, we're going to hear him in little bits and pieces. My soul is deathly sick. Lord, I kneel before you. May your divine will now fulfill my destiny. And Delilah's going to sort of at moments pretend to be kind to him, but she's really just enjoying the revenge she's that she's been salt able in the wound completely, completely and she's really enjoying the fact that he is he is suffering and she's not she doesn't seem to there's no remorse there's no compassion for this man Mm
3: -hmm.
1: that we assume she loved at one time we don't really we don't see any of that meanwhile he is blind and to go through all of this crowd there's a there's a young boy so one of the philistine children is assigned to him basically as his as his eyes so he can so he can move around Samson says Lord when you spoke I became deaf my soul was in turmoil I profaned love by loving that woman and the high priest who's having a wonderful time enjoying his success hey Samson entertain us by repeating what you told your lover tell us the honey words and sweet songs of passion he's just Mocking him completely mocking him and Samson sings out God of Israel will you allow this false priest to insult you and revile your name before heaven itself please Lord for a single moment give me back my sight my strength and everyone is just laughing at him everyone there, the whole choir is laughing at him and says look at him he's full of impotent rage And the high priest is like, come on, Delilah, give him some wine, give him some wine. And it's, it's humiliating Mm -hmm. and it's
0: heartbreaking to see what's, what's going on. So should we listen to a little bit of this party and the taunting? Yes. Yes. So that was the high priest yes and w- what was he talking about
1: i'm so glad you asked <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he was asking delilah he said well delilah let's give thanks to our gods because they made the god of israel tremble let's consult the great oracles of dagon and give him sacrificial wine
0: they're gonna kill him
1: no 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 sacrificial wine just
0: wine. Oh, sa- oh okay copy that okay
1: yeah and then they come up with a wonderful idea.
0: Bounty castle?
1: You're not really in their minds right yet, now. <laughs> uh. The high priest says to Samson, Samson, bring us a favorable omen. Bend your knee and offer your cup to Dagon." And then he comes up with an even better idea. And he turns to the boy who's leading Samson around. So Sam can Samson can't, can't see. see. He says, boy, lead him to the center of the temple so that everyone can see him, bending his knee with his wine, offering a sacrifice to our God. Mm. And Samson says, once more in prayer to his God, Lord inspire me, do not abandon me. Leans down to the boy and says, boy, lead me to the pillar. Okay, the, the play is rapidly coming to a close. Yes. Anyone who knows the Samson story knows what's about to happen. I don't. Okay. Well, hang on. (laughs) They come to the pillars. I mean, there's only one pillar in this story, but in the Bible. Right. He has the boy lead him to the two pillars, which hold up the temple. Yes. And all of the leaders of the Philistines are at this celebration. They're at this party. Everyone is inside the temple. And Samson is in deep and profound prayer to God and he asks Lord I'm your servant Lord please help me for one instant Lord and now I'm reading from the libretto mm-hmm. restore my former strength let me avenge myself and you let me hear destroy their temple Those are the last words of the opera. He pushes the pillar and the entire roof of the temple comes down, just as it does in the Bible story, crushing thousands of these Philistines inside. And everyone is killed. Wow. And he gets his final revenge. And is he crushed too? Yes. Yes. Yes, and in fact, the story in the Bible ends with... Samson's father and brothers coming back to retrieve his body and bury him properly in their homeland. Opera. So that's opera. It's also a Bible story as interpreted in an opera. Right. There aren't a
0: lot of those, are there? I mean, there's a lot of mythological.
1: Yeah, I think there's far more of the Greco-Roman myths or even Norse myths
0: Right. than there than there
1: are actual... Hebrew Bible or New Testament stories for sure. Yeah.
0: Well, so so let's listen to some of that uh, dramatic ending. All right. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Opera for Everyone. This is Samson and Delilah by Saint Songs, and we're listening to the final track of that opera. Thanks for listening to another episode of Opera for Everyone. I'm Keeley Heron. And I'm Pat Wright. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. And like our Facebook page, Opera for Everyone, where you can also send us a message. We know that opera can be challenging. But everyone loves a good story. And a story set to music is even better. That's why our mission is to make Opera Opera for everyone. Everyone.